You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey coaches, this episode is inspired by a rarely used skill that we all have and that can greatly help you attract more coaching clients that you'll love. Find the full transcript for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 154. I also recommend that you listen to a previous episode called Can You Manifest Coaching Business Success with Your Mind? Find that episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 106. It talks about different aspects of manifesting. This episode won't be repetitive as it's about one particular part of manifesting, which is attracting ideal clients. I know people use this word a lot, ideal clients, but I really mean it. I mean ideal. I want you to have ideal clients. It makes a big difference in your business if you attract the right people, right for you in every way, and you're right for them. Back in 2001, when I was writing curriculum for Coach Training Alliance, I came up with the term ideal client. I doubt that it was an original idea, like I didn't coin the phrase, but it was an aha in my mind. And so I used it in the curriculum. Coaches want to have a financially successful business, right? Don't you? I love the idea of prosperity thinking, and I wanted to include elements of that in the curriculum. But I've also used this idea in my own coaching business. Every coach will have preferences about the best clients for them. And every client will have preferences about the person that's going to help them transform in some way. In an ideal world, there would be an excellent fit more often than not. Fit is super critical for excellent coaching to happen. And fit is critical for you to earn well as a coach. Look, if you're attracting non-ideal clients, you're going to know it. You're not going to be happy and neither are your clients. You'll feel drained. They may quit. You know, there's just a lot of things that happen when, when there's not a good fit. If your clients are happy, you'll have referrals and testimonials. There is an art to attracting clients. I call it an art because it takes time to learn who is ideal for you and it takes conscious attraction practices to draw them to you. One powerful part of attraction is the words that you use on your website, your social posts, your freebie, your content, such as blogs, podcast episodes, and also the words you use to describe your signature program, what you do with your clients. If you're blessed as I am, you'll have that word fit reflected back to you. Here's a review I received for Prosperous Coach Podcast to illustrate what I mean. I absolutely love how open, sincere, and generous Rhonda is with her time-tested wisdom and what it takes to build a successful coaching business from scratch. As a newbie coach, still enrolled in certification program, my mind wheels are constantly spinning about how to build my new business. Rhonda's value-filled words and energy help ground and ignite me at the same time. She takes me out of the fog and into clarity, out of stumbling and into jogging steadily forward. Well, what a beautifully written testimonial. Thank you so much, Lena. How did I help ground and ignite something inside of Lena, someone I didn't know before? How did I help her come out of the fog and into clarity without even coaching her yet? Two main ways. 
One, by studying what words would land best with my ideal clients within my target audience. And two, by thinking of my ideal client while I create messaging to attract them. And so, you know, when I create these podcast episodes, I'm thinking about my ideal client. I'm smiling at them. I'm talking to them. It's like they're right there in front of me. I know who they are. So what are the right words to attract your ideal coaching client? Well, that's a discovery process that takes place before you do anything to attract clients, before you build your website, before you put out content and social posts, before you design your signature program, you need to know what words will land with your ideal client. See, words matter. And in this world of rush, rush info coming at us like a fire hose all the time, the most relevant words will be the ones that capture attention and keep it. Of course, to do that, you'll have to narrow your audience, something I really advocate. The temptation is to say all the words that will please everyone, but that's a folly. It's better to focus in, tune in, and speak the words your audience can relate to. I think I've always known that words matter, but lately, it's become a point of mastery for me. I know that less is more, and I know that people relate, form ideas, and are attracted emotionally through words. So have you ever created an ideal client profile? Some people call this an avatar. When I ask coaches who their ideal client is, they almost always say about the same thing. They'll say, I want a client who's open to being coached. Absolutely. Coachability is really important. And they'll also say they want to change. Well, yeah. If they aren't a seeker wanting something with all their heart that's been elusive to them, then they won't be inspired to invest in your help in the first place. So while these are good things, they're kind of basic. Every coach kind of feels this way about their clients. And they don't quite define an ideal client because they're critical factors for any any coach, any client. I encourage you to start a list of traits about your ideal clients now and to add to it over time as you know more. As it relates to your niche, ask yourself these questions about your target audience. First, what generation are they in or what's their age range? And where do they live? How do they earn an income? What specific job or industry do they work in? Do they have a spouse or kids? What do they care about most? What are their interests, hobbies, and passions? What are their top responsibilities? What about their top goals? What are their biggest problems? What keeps them up at night? What do they watch on TV? What do they read? Where do they like to shop? What causes do they support? What social media channels do they frequently use? What do they search the internet for? What's their work style? What's their learning style? What's their top method of written communication? What's their decision-making style? How do they think? What are their greatest fears? And what are their greatest hopes? So you can see that if you've narrowed to a specific target audience and niche for your coaching business, it'll be much easier for you to answer these questions. And note, depending on your audience and niche, some of these things may not need to be answered at all. For example, my ideal clients live everywhere because I have an international business. Now, go a step further. Make a favorites list of your clients and what specifically made them your favorite. 
Something amazing happens when you begin to understand your ideal client at this level. Suddenly, the way you'll attract this client becomes super clear. You can be more authentic and strategic in all of your marketing, in all of your content. And now you can manifest clients with your mind. When I create a podcast episode, I am constantly thinking about, visualizing, and caring about my ideal client. I'm speaking directly to them. I'm calling them in with my words and with my energy and with my heart. I can't tell you how often I hear from my clients that they called me into their life too. Now that's a joy. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.